They say that experience is the best teacher, and the best way to learn from experience is to learn from others who have already found success. For this season of the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast, Michael has lined up a great group of successful people who will share their stories of how they got started and some powerful lessons from their accomplishments. He'll also be introducing you to people who are just starting on their entrepreneurship journey to share what they've learned so far. Success is not just about money, and we'll meet some people who have been successful in very unique ways. Entrepreneurship is an exciting journey, and we're glad to be along for the ride with you. Here's your host, the guy who knows a guy, Michael Whitehouse. Welcome to the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast. Today, I have another Michael here with me, Michael Bozinski, president and CMO of Buzzworthy Website Marketing. He is a lifelong entrepreneur, digital marketing thought leader, and best-selling author. Dubbed a visionary marketer by American Marketing Association, Michael's sole mission is to help entrepreneurs avoid the time drain and frustration of managing profitable digital marketing campaigns. Buzz, as most call him, has simplified digital marketing success with the rule of 26 and is on a mission to double the website revenue of service-centric businesses across America. So welcome to the show, Buzz. Thank you, Michael. How are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. It's great to be getting back into the recording of the podcast here in 2022. Um, I'll try to get this one up sometime in 2022. <laughs> Some people want to be on the show that I've got this backlog I'm working through. Um, but I'll, I'll try to push this one out pretty quick. And, you know, the more interesting you make it, the more likely I'll push it out early. So there you go. It's all on you, Buzz. I'll try my best. <laughs> all right. So what we were talking before, you said you didn't like the what makes you awesome question. So I'll go a little bit. Uh, into your your bio there, and talk a little bit about um, that that rule of twenty six, which seems to be sort of your at least the flag you fly of awesomeness. The uh, what, rule what is that? of twenty six. There you go for those yep. who have video. Um, so I wrote a book that basically demystifies the digital marketing strategy process for websites. This particular book is focused on the uh, needs of service-centric businesses. So anybody who's selling a service, they're providing a service for somebody else. So medical, legal, financial, home improvement, contractors, all consultants, all those types of people. Mm. And um, the really cool thing is, is this, the rule of 26 really just breaks down the strategy into three objectives. So I did some math and I figured out if you increase the unique traffic to a website by 26% and then increase the conversion rate by 26% and the average value per client by 26%, you get a compounded effect of 100% more revenue coming from your website. Ah, okay. And the reason I wrote it is because I was sick and tired of service-centric business owners telling me that their marketing strategy was to rely on word of mouth and referrals. So how is that working for you? Well, we're getting, you know, two, 3% increases because we got good retention rates and stuff like that. I'm like, well, that's not scalable. Like how big do you want? You know, how long is it going to take you to get to the size you want? And so when we take control of how we get new prospects and we are filtering the best prospects through our website, we can now scale our business at will. And mm. that is when we own a business versus sitting there hoping and wishing and, and all the things to say, oh, everybody else should be thinking of my business all the time. Yes. Yep. Yeah. So I love what you're saying there because one thing I've definitely discovered is that 
the the artistic side of making a pretty website and the technical side of making a converting website are two completely different skill sets. And 100%. I meet web designers all the time, and some of them don't even. I mean, they probably don't know. You know, they, they know how to make a pretty website. They don't know how conversion works, but pretty is easy to see. So if you can say, "Go look at these other beautiful websites I made," and hire me, and I'll make you one just as beautiful. And then you spend $5,000 and you've got a gorgeous work of art at your domain. And there's your picture on this beautiful website. And you feel so good about yourself, which is a good compensation for the fact that you didn't make any money on the $5,000 website that you just paid for because you just (laughs) bought a piece of digital art instead of a marketing tool. Well, and that comes from the era of websites that were considered online brochures. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, and that's so. This is we're we're digging way back into the the late '90s and all the way through the aughts, where service-based businesses really just built websites to have an online brochure, and that's Mm -hmm. where you would send it. And it was all about them. I do this. I can do this. These are the features I offer. These, you know, dot dot dot. All me, 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 me. I'm awesome. I have these credentials. Dot 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 dot. Right. And the pretty pictures and all the accolades and all that good stuff was great back then. But now our consumers are much more savvy mm-hmm. and they're selfish. They always have been. But it's just in the last decade that we have found that the that we have are okay with being selfish. We want people to talk directly to our needs, our pains, our wants, mm-hmm. our desires. I don't care about you unless you can help me get what I want, solve my problem, or help me achieve my dream. Because really, that's the two things service-based businesses do. They either solve a problem, right? And that could be a pain point. It could be um, something that you need done, you know, building a house because you want to have a house to live in. Well, you don't know how to build a house. That's a problem. So (laughs) when I'm talking to a contractor who sits there and talks about how they can help you build your own house, dot, 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 now you're talking to their needs. The other one is dreams, I dream about being famous. I dream about being able to take off a lot of time. I dream about getting promoted. All of these are dreams, right? Mm-hmm. And so you have other service providers who help you attain your dreams or your goals, right? And so websites have transformed into that. So you have web designers and they're very important in the process, but they design. Then you have web developers who make websites do things. That's awesome because you want the in the the world of th- uh, internet of things that is good right if you can have a website do something that brings mm-hmm. people back and creates that loyalty but you need a website marketer to help you convert the design and mm-hmm. the functionality into something that converts into money for you as a business owner yeah yeah that's a a crucial thing uh so so the so do marketers and designers usually work together are they usually like two different people they are usually so in my team we have developers, designers, and marketers. Okay. So when we when we bullet in, um, you're not just getting a pretty website, you're not just getting a functional website, you're getting a website that's actually marketable. Mm. So that when you pull traffic to your site, you actually have a chance of converting new business. Ah, yes. As opposed to people saying, Your website's so nice. Did you buy anything yes. from it? Well, no, no. no. How's that working for us? And I get that a lot. And that's where that's where the rule of 26 kind of birthed out of initially was the fact is like, oh, my website doesn't make me any money. Well, that means that your website's not built correctly. Mm -hmm. 
you know, oh, it, 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 you can pull it up on the, the cell phone. You can do this. You know, it's got this and this and that. I'm like, but it's not built right. Building yeah. a website is not just the looks and the functionality. It's the flow of information mm-hmm. and creating a customer journey that's about the client, not the provider. Right. Yeah. Well, and I think about, uh, well, so, so we met because um, you're going to be guests on our Global Networking Summit. Um, and on that site, globalnetworkingsummit.com, like how I dropped that in there, um, <laughs> you know, it, it's not, it's not as a beautiful website. There, there's not dancing bears and whatnot. It's got a bunch of text and a bunch of, but the text is chosen to address specific pain points of the audience, solutions people are looking for. Each of the talks is, was specific, was, was built to each one of these solves a problem somebody might have. So, oh, I want to listen to this one. I've got this problem. Um, and and it's got that. It's very simple. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't, as I said, doesn't dance and sing. Um, That's good. But it's just got the text there that addresses those points and runs through that flow and gets you to the point where, like, oh, I definitely need to see this. Right. Um, and then, of course, other aspects of it then draw people, you know, entice them into the the VIP packages and some oh, yeah. of the other programs. Right. Um, That's but, your customer journey. Yeah. yeah but but sure. if you look at, you know, looking compared to some other sites, if you're just looking at, it, be like, you know, the site's kind of, well, I don't know, it's a bunch of text, couple couple photos. It's not, it's not going to win any beautiful website awards. Um, the Webbies. Yep. <laughs> There's but, actually, there is actually yep. the Webbies. Which when is, you look at some of those beautiful websites. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I talked to a, he, he had a gym. Yeah. He had a gym and he spent a lot of money getting this gym built. And I'm like, great. How does that, how does that make someone want to join the gym? You know, what pain point does this touch on? And he's, uh, he's looking at it. He's like, Oh, Oh, damn. I never thought of it that way because <laughs> it was all about, you know, we have this and we have that and check out our equipment and, but it mm-hmm. didn't talk anything about the problem it solves. Right. Features are important at a point, mm-hmm. but when you lead with features, it's, you're going to lose them, right? Yeah. Some people are looking for features and that's great. You can have a place where they can go directly to features. Most people are worried about price. When are you mm-hmm. talking about a gym, right? And yep. so the pricing uh, page needs to be prominent and easy to navigate so that they can see all the options because people are looking for options nowadays, yep. right? One size does not fit all. And so we, we as service providers have to be flexible and we have to build that flexibility into our services and we have to productize that those services so that it's easy for people to pick. The bespoke service provider process is actually one of the least profitable ways to garner new clients. And mm. so folks who have productized their services are have a much higher close rate than those who constantly are customizing their contracts. So if I come to you as a coach or a consultant and you go, okay, this is my problem. Okay, great. At what, where are you at in the journey for your business? If you're a B2B, right? Oh, I'm a brand new. Okay. So you're our brand new uh, entrepreneur package. You're going to need X, Y, and Z. Oh, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Let me start there versus, Hey, I've been in business for 20 years and I want to do this with my business. Okay, great. You want package C for our dot, dot, dot. And, and there's the list of features at that point, but it's the last thing you do, right? Yep. Versus, hey, I have this problem. Okay, great. I'll get back to you. I'm going to create this whole maze of things that I'm going to offer you. And boom, right? It just, it, that's not how we as consumers mm-hmm. react anymore. Right. Well, and, and the, the confused customer doesn't buy. Oh, you confuse somebody, you push them away. 
Yeah. So so if you say, okay, we can do this, or we can do that, or we can do this, yep. or we can do that, and and this is this much, and this is that much, and this is this much, then right. And a lot of times people, you know, service providers uh, make a big mistake about trying to be everything to everybody mm-hmm. versus really niching down and saying, hey, listen, I do this and I do it for these people. Done. Yeah. Right. And there's it's OK to have multiple websites with multiple business names for different niches. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you're a coach and you do X, Y, Z, but then you're also a web developer that does the web website stuff. That's great. Make them two different things. I I interviewed a virtual assistant who also did all these uh, website development, social media marketing, blah, blah, blah. I mean, just this whole laundry list of things. I'm like, how do you what how do you even manage that when when you're talking to people? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's usually it's like, well, we start here and then we go here. I says, well, then why don't you just start with the starting point? And once you have them in your ecosystem. Then mm-hmm. you can sell them the add-ons, the upgrades, the expansion of services. Don't you don't have to do it before they buy, right? Right. But people are so worried about losing business that they'll actually take on bad business. Business is not in their core mm-hmm. that they're the most profitable in doing. And so then, and I did it for fifteen years. Mm-hmm. I tried to be everything to everybody when it came to media production for small businesses. And we eventually became a creative agency. So we kept doing all that plus all the consulting. And we did it for any type of business. And I basically grew myself broke. Multi-million dollar creative agency. And I was barely making six figures as the CEO and the sole owner. (laughs) You know, Um, So I've been down that road. And now over the last few years, I've I've reorganized it. And now I only do digital marketing. And I only do it for service-centric businesses. And depending on where that client is at in their business journey will depend on what type of service, DIY, uh, do-it-yourself, a done-with-you services or a done-for-you services. So that I can plug them right where they need to be at any point in their in their journey as long as they are a service-centric business. Hmm. Yeah, and, and it makes sense having, if you productize it, just because it's the same product doesn't mean it's going to be the same thing you do for client mm-hmm. A, client B, client C. Mm-hmm. So, no, but when you're trying to create traffic, there's right. only so many things you can do to create traffic. And either you have time or you have money, mm-hmm. right? So if you have more money than time, then we can put we can put money into advertising. If you have more time than money, then we're going to have to look at some organic inbound marketing, right? Yep. Done. That How we do that will be individualized, yes. Mm-hmm. Where we advertise, all that stuff. But that comes in the market research, which is included in the product. Okay. Yeah. So I think it's similar to, you know, with coaching that a coach may have six different coaching modalities they use. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, they might be able to help people with their relationships and with job seeking and with starting a business and with, you know, mm-hmm. you know, as when I do coaching, I can help people with all kinds of different things. I don't think of myself as a job coach, but in December, a friend of mine reached out and was like, oh, I'm trying to find a job. I'm really stuck. I know what's going on. And literally in 15 minutes on Facebook Messenger, I gave her advice that changed her life. And she like, and four weeks later, she had a job and was starting. And, um, nice. and it's just because, you know, it's some basic business concepts I had that she didn't. And I'm like, here's an answer. Ding! Off she ran. There you go. Uh, oh, but- I, you know, I, I have a I have a brand new client that's coming on board, mm-hmm. you know, and that is needs a new website. And yeah. they spent a bunch of money with somebody else and that created a website that did, wasn't going to convert anything. Mm-hmm. Couldn't sell water to somebody in the middle of the desert dying of thirst. Okay? 
And uh, so we took a look at it. And I said, well, you can't market this website because this website is not marketable. It will not convert. So we have to start there. So we solved that problem before we talked about anything else. Mm-hmm. And then once he saw how awesome we were, 45 days later, he has his website and it makes sense. And, and people are clear on what they are getting into if they contact him, dot, dot, dot. Then we jumped into framework and all the things that got him there. And then six days later, he sells his first two Apex offerings and brought in over $100,000 in that month. There you go. And he's got $10,000 worth of ongoing revenue with both of those, the, both of those companies for the rest, for all of 2022. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's pretty happy. If he mm -hmm. needs anything else, he's coming back. Right. Yep. <laughs> yep. Well, yeah. And that, that makes a lot, you know, get them in for that, that initial, that first thing, instead of trying to do all the things. Solve I, a problem. Just be a solve them, a yeah. problem solver instead of all the problems solved because mm -hmm. your, your, your consumer can only take in so much. Right. So same client, right? I'm now his fractional CMO. He wants to write a book. He wants to do this. He wants to do this, dot, 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 dot. And I'm like, okay, we're going to build. We create the framework. Now let's build out a seminar because you're doing public speaking. We'll take that seminar. We'll make it into a webinar. Now we can feed people to that as a lead generation. Well, what about my book? Well, what, how are you going to base your book on? Maybe a series of webinars will be the outline of your book. Oh, Okay, great. So over the next six months, we'll be writing a book while producing a lot of marketing material mm -hmm. instead of trying to figure out, well, how do we write this book? And it's all based on the framework we did back in November, mm -hmm. right? So the service providers, there's some service providers like lawyers and stuff like that. They have a problem, they solve it, they're done, right? There's not a lot of retainer work on that. So they, they're constantly having to get new clients, right? Because only a very small percentage of those are going to become on to an ongoing retainer, depending mm -hmm. on what type of law that, that they practice. Dentists, on the other hand, when they get a new client, they're looking at anywhere between eight and 15 years of loyalty to that dentist because people don't change dentists unless they change where they live mm -hmm. or the dentist retires. Yes. Or, or I take that back. One other one, they don't do good. Work. Yeah. <laughs> they don't like the dentist. Yeah. <laughs> right. But most dentists do. Right. So when I bring in a new client for a dentist, we're looking at twenty, thirty thousand dollars worth of revenue over the next eight to 15 years for that guy mm -hmm. and that doctor and that and that practice for all of those people. Right. And that's and if it was and if it is a family of four, we're looking at one hundred and twenty thousand dollar lifetime value for that one new client. Mm hmm. So people need to take a look at that. So, hey, why don't we just get you in for a cleaning? Because once I have you in for a cleaning, then we can talk about your health your and your oral health and all these other things. And now you're just going to keep, oh, and you have your husband. Oh, and you have your two kids. Okay. Yeah. Boom. Yep. Done. Yeah. I, I like I like that concept because um, basically what you're describing is, is what many call the ascension model. You know, you've mm -hmm. got that small offer and the bigger offer. But I, I like the way you're describing it as, you know, solve a small problem and then solve a bigger problem as opposed to sell them a cheap thing and then sell them a better thing because it's a lot of people run into that challenge like, well, what is my $7 offer? You know, right. How do I do that? What do I build that? And it's, if you're thinking of it in terms of solving your own problem, how do I make more money? Now, how can the $7 offer make me more money? Right. Uh, it's not going to work. But right. if you start with, what, how can I solve a problem that doesn't cost me anything to solve, but that leaves the client better off, and now mm -hmm. they're going to come back to me to solve the bigger problem. You right. think of it that way. 
You You're looking at two types of funnels there, though. Your seven dollar offering is really the seven dollars pays for the ac- the the client acquisition for the seven bucks, right? Yep. And the seven dollars just says, okay, this person's willing to spend money on this problem. Mm-hmm. So they they're self qualifying and they're paying for the marketing that got them to that point, right? And now you're doing the ascension, uh, ascent, ascension. Sorry, I can't speak today. Mm-hmm. Um, the the ladder, right? The value ladder is what I call it. Okay, so you have that right there. Um, but on the other side is you don't have to, you don't have to be cheap on the first thing that you solve a website. Having a bad website is not a cheap problem. Right. Like you said, I mean, like our, our average websites are 3,500 to $5,500. Mm-hmm. Um, but they come with a lot of things that other people don't do. We do content creation. We look at, we look for stock images that don't look like stock images and we work with flow with their clients and we do a lot of marketing stuff that gets poured into that. So we're, we're adding more value than the next guy. Right. Um, but it's, I lead with that because if they don't do that, then you're not going to have a good marketing campaign. Right. Right. Just like the dentist, if they don't come in and clean the teeth, which is going to cost you, you know, 150 bucks. Okay. Mm-hmm. The first time, but you're going to do it every six months and then you're going to need x-rays. Then you're going to need the, the, the panos. And then you're going to need, you might have fillings that have to go in there. Now all of a sudden they're getting insurance money and mm-hmm. all the other things. Right. So yes, I agree with you that you solve that one problem. Or you offer a simple solution that is a low cost entry point, mm-hmm. either or can work depending on who you are. Yeah. Yeah. I like that, you know, separating the customer journey from that Ascension ladder, that the first thing might be the $3,500 website. Um, now, so, so I imagine some people are in, in business, you know, I'm one of them, sort of stumbled into business and things right. kind of came together, shall we say, organically. Um, and there's been a bit of addition by subtraction. You know, I did these things and then I'm like, Hey, these things are better not done by me. Um, you know, this, nobody wants to buy this program or this isn't something I like doing or whatever. Um, but in the course of that, you end up with sort of a jumble of like, I've got one book I published one book I wrote, but didn't publish a website. That's just kind of organic. Uh, I'll go with organic that, that works. Um, and, and it's it's got a lot of information, it, and I know it doesn't convert. It's just it's it's my digital brochure, so people can say this guy does some things after I've talked to them. <laughs> um, so when somebody has all that kind of stuff, uh-huh. um, do you do you just kind of take it take the best and start over and build something new, or can you can you build some of what they have, or how do you do? You know, what if they're if they're not starting out and actually have a whole bunch of stuff piled up? What do you do so with I- that? Okay. Yeah. So I have a process called simple. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, I, I, I'm all about making things easy and streamlined, mm-hmm. right? So simple is an acronym. It's a, the six steps. So with somebody who's already in business, we use the simple process. First thing is to streamline. So we identify what is working and what is not. The thing with most businesses is that 50% of their marketing, only 50% of their marketing is working. The problem is that most people don't know which 50% is actually working. Okay. So first we got to identify, streamline the process and get rid of the stuff that's not working. Okay. And, or put it aside for later, right. And identify the most profitable stream of revenue for that client at that moment. Mm. And we start there. Then we identify the opportunities for that profitable service 
right? And once we have identified all of the opportunities that surround there, then we can use market research on how we could market those to those opportunities, okay? Once we have the market research and, and we've identified how, uh, you know, who and the, and the what's and all that good stuff, then we start planning. So we're going to lay that out and say, okay, maybe there's a website that needs to be rebuilt. Whatever that plan is, we're mm -hmm. going to do. Uh, we're going to create that plan and that timeline so that we know where we're at at any given moment. Then we launch. Okay, so it could be first launch the website, and the plan then says then we're going to launch this and then launch this. There could be a, a many phases of launch, and then the last step is evaluate. And as we're evaluating, we're going to go right back to the first step and streamline. Get rid of the stuff that's not working. Identify opportunities. Now, in the second round of that, that could be some of the stuff that we sidelined. Do we have an opportunity now to bring some of that other stuff back that wasn't quite working, reinvent it a little bit, and then pop that in? And that just leads you back into that market research to see if that's viable. If it is, create the new plan, launch, and evaluate. And you keep repeating that over and over. Because if you just said and forget it, your marketing will fail you. Um, a great marketing campaign will fail you within a year to two years. Mm -hmm. I mean, well, yeah, the, the, the world changes, so. <laughs> changes every three months nowadays, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like setting your steering wheel while you're driving. Right, Eventually and you're not, it's not that you're changing what you're selling, it's just changing how you market what you're selling. Right, right. Yeah, so all the platforms change. and yeah. um, How you I, deliver could change. Mm -hmm. I've been doing SEO for 13 years. Every 18 months, we reinvent SEO. Actually, back in 2011, we just reinvented what we called it. We said it's not SEO anymore because SEO by itself doesn't do you anything. So mm -hmm. I created a concept called digital engagement optimization, which basically takes two of the three steps of the Rule 26 and combines them. You know, so organic traffic and conversion optimization, because without the conversions, all that traffic is wasted. Right. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot, definitely a lot to that. Um, and as, as you said, your agency, you have all those elements in house. You've got the designers and developers and the the marketers all working on one team. Yes, it makes it it makes for the communication streamlined. Like I said, I took a gentleman who had a website that had no content that was usable. The concept and the flow was unusable. And we'll, would never have converted. And we turned around and just basically reinvented his brand um, in 45 days and launched a website that now is already converting. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Cause I, I think a lot of the challenge people run into is I'll talk to a website designer or website developer or sometimes a marketer, although there's far fewer marketers than designers. Right. Um, <laughs> and, well, it makes sense. Yeah, anyone with some... Anyway, with some big artistic It's easy knowledge. to design. Yeah. It's easy to plug in functionality. It's mm -hmm. hard. Marketing is hard. Yeah. Yeah. Marketing is a lot more psychological and you have to, you know, is it working? Is it not working? I have so many numbers. But so I think a lot of people run into that website designer and that's, they get thrown off. And then they're like, is it good? Is it not good? I don't know. How can I tell? So, so you know, it's great that you have, you have a, uh, you know, kind of a cohesive program. That's right. And we've built like, I think we've built over a thousand, I think we're a thousand twelve websites that I've built wow. over the last 15, 17 years, right? Um, under the business. I've been building websites since 1999. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, with our experience and the vast number of uh, types of businesses that we have uh, worked with, 
allows us to borrow f- the the winds from certain industries and plug them into other industries mm-hmm. that nobody would have thought of if they only did one industry type of thing. So yeah, yeah, that's lots of that. Point. And then and once you've done it, even even we don't have the crystal ball of like okay this is how you build a website. And every time you do it this way, it will be a winner. No, that's not how marketing works. You can take the be- you can copy the best of the best in your industry and, and then, and change the colors and make the words to where they're not, you're not actually plagiarizing yourself and all that stuff, put it up there and it completely failed Yep. because it's not yours as a service-based business. You need to make sure that your message is yours and yours alone and that it is true to who you are. Because authenticity, which I hate that word now because it's been overused the last five years, but it actually does matter. Yes. Yeah, no, that's, that's, a, that's a huge thing there. And, and of course, the other thing to remember is it's a zero-sum game. That if you're uh, in a lot of fields, if your marketing's better, then you're drawing business away from the other guy. Well, now the other guy is going to do something to become better again, and yours is going to stop working because you know they're innovating past you. So it's not simply... It's not simply a matter of like there's a pool and you can take some of it. It's you're taking it from it, in some of these, especially like coaching, you may be creating your market because people don't realize a coach could help them. Sure. Um, but in a lot of them, especially if you're in a bigger space, mm-hmm. um, you know, if you're selling uh, I don't know, hard drives, then a lot of other people yeah. are trying to sell hard drives. If and- you're a commodity, definitely. And that's why I'm not in the commodity marketing business. Right. Because it's like a hard drive is a hard drive is a hard drive, right? You either get the speed you don't mm-hmm. and you got a price point or you don't, right? That's yep. what the two things that you're doing. In service-based business, I can take three lawyers who offer the same type of uh, counsel, mm-hmm. identify their unique selling proposition, and they could be sitting right next to each other in the same office and all three of them will get more business when their marketing starts hitting then they know what to do with and yep. nobody's stealing anything from anybody because we're going to identify who the most profitable client for them is. Mm-hmm. And very few times do you have a local competitor that is exactly like you. Mm. So, and so there's been, more business in every industry than anybody can do by themselves. Yeah. And so even if you are taking that client from someone else, it's probably someone who wasn't as well suited to them as you are. Exactly. They're never going to go back to them regardless. Right. So you're not stealing. You're just adopting. Yeah. And And I I adopt, I I adopt orphans all the time. I just told you one about the fractional CFO. The guy was just getting underserved. I've got a merchant account uh, gentleman who sells merchant services for, you know, processing credit cards. He's gone Mm -hmm. through three web developers who all basically just keep putting lipstick on a pig and yep. he keeps coming back going, why does it still suck? Because you're still working with a pig and you need a horse. Yeah. <laughs> so you need to put lipstick on a horse. That's what you're saying? Yeah. Well, no, the horse doesn't need lipstick. Ah, horses don't need lipstick. <laughs> that, that, put a saddle cool. on it and ride it into the sunset. <laughs> horses don't need lipstick. Michael Bezzetti. That's it. Horses don't wear lipstick. Yeah. <laughs> that's my next book. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That'll go right in the shelf next to the purple cow. That is right there. You go. Yep. And there, there was a book about uh, putting lipstick on a pig. I can't remember what it was. I don't know what it is. I, I lost it. I'll have to look it up later. But I like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think I'm definitely putting that in the in the notes for this show. Be like, and find out why horses don't wear lipstick. There you go. <laughs> Jeff, listen to the end to get it. So, um, 
but but you know this is all this is all great stuff and i i like because this is one of those concepts that i've known intuitively that most websites don't work um and there's something to it that makes them work but it's been great to have you kind of dive into what makes them work and what that takes um and also you know knowing that's something you do because often people come to me I, i had someone on Facebook recently said, Hey, you know, who do you recommend for a website? And I said, what do you want the website to do? And they said, what do you mean? And I'm like, Oh boy. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. They said, I, I don't, what do you mean? I just need a website. I'm like, no, you don't just need a website. No, Cause if you nobody... just need a website, go to Google pages and make yeah. a free website right. or, or go to Google my business. Just do Google my business. If you don't want to build a website and you have a, and you have a business that has an address, go get a Google my business Yep. and you'll be up in like 15 minutes and you're mm-hmm. done. Yeah. And then, then all you have to do is post to it once a week at least and get reviews so that you can, when people are looking for your service, mm-hmm. they can get there. That's part yeah. of inbound marketing, right? Done. But yeah. if you want a website that can be your salesperson seven, day, seven days a week, 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, never takes sick days, doesn't take holidays and never asks for a raise, then have somebody build you a professional website that, that, takes a that understands yeah. website marketing. Huh, so, so you can't get an automated salesperson for for uh, 150 bucks. <laughs> well, and and the worst thing is a lot of people are paying thousands of dollars for these websites that don't convert. You know, I have I had a guy that called me. I uh, well, that I talked to day before yesterday. He had he's paying 500 dollars a month, and the website's not even launched. And he would pay $500 a month until he stopped paying it. And he would never own the website. Wow. Own your website, pay for hosting and maintenance, but you always own your website. Yes. Pay the money. Yeah. If your website web guy goes out of business or something, then your business just shut down. Right. But if he's just hosting it and they're going out of business, then you can take your website and move it somewhere else. If they're not maintaining it properly or giving you a good customer service, you can take your website and put it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But when you have Wix and Wix won't give you what you want or the websites won't do anything, guess what? You got to start all over. When you got Squarespace charging you $40, $50 a month and you, you're just leasing their template. That's mm-hmm. all you're doing, right? And yep. you never own it. And you're going, to, you're going to grow out of those websites. And I get it. Before you get bigger to where you can afford a couple thousand dollars for somebody to actually build you a great website mm-hmm. with a, that's marketable. So you start there, but yeah. just always remember you will not be taking it with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's fine for, um, yeah. Like Wix is great for like the crafter website. Yep. You make some stuff, you need a place to just throw it up there. Someone can hit a button and buy it. Um, in 20 minutes, you could be up and running selling your stuff. Yeah. We, we actually have now, um, for our beginners, Instead of having go through that whole process, because it's a painful process, mm-hmm. I had an Inc. 500, uh, uh, Inc. 5000 company come to me out of San Francisco on a Squarespace website. It was gargantuan. It was like over 100 pages. And they're like, well, our SEO is not working. I was like, yes, because you're on Squarespace. Like, you can't do a lot of SEO on Squarespace. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, crud. What do we do? I was like, you got to rebuild your website in WordPress. What? How much is that going to cost? And then we went through the whole process. And even though they're in 5,000, every business has a price that they're not willing to pay, right? Yeah. We, we found a, a solution that, that helped her and we're already increased within two and a half months of her after launching her, her brand new website that looks exactly the same. So we, it was a converting website. So we didn't want to change anything. We just needed to get it on a format that we could then 
get the SEO so that 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 mm. Google would actually recognize it as a formidable website to go to. Right. Mm -hmm. We've already increased her her uh, website visibility within the first three months. Like most SEOs will tell you, oh, it's six to 12 months. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sometimes when you're trying to uh, rank number one for very high competitive keywords, but visibility can, is a growing piece. And so to be able to do that immediately with the, such a big website, we're, we're really happy with that. And of course she is too, because mm -hmm. it helps her business. Yeah. But we now have for our beginners, um, a, a program to where you basically, you pay as you go. So you, we work with a template that's common to your industry. It only costs a few hundred dollars to get started. Mm -hmm. You pay for the maintenance as you go. And then we build the website as your web, as your business grows. And oh, so now nice. you have a website that actually grows with you on an infrastructure that you will never have to restart because WordPress isn't going anywhere right. anytime soon. And, um, and you don't, and, and it's always evolving with you. So as you're making those pivots, you have a website that can pivot with you. And that means your marketing can pivot with you. So you're not always having to stop, start, stop, start. You can be more fluid. No, oh, that, that's a great, great thing. And, and it's good, good to know that something people can start kind of at, at a entry level and not have to start with like a cheapy Weebly site. They can actually start with exactly with something, a good solid template and some good SEO mm -hmm. and, and all that. So yep. All this sounds very powerful at a number of levels. So if somebody wants to connect with you and, um, you know, talk to you about maybe getting, getting their better website, how would they do so? There you go to buzzworthy.biz. That's B as in boy, U-Z-Z-W-O-R-T-H-Y dot B-I-Z. has everything, including the rule of 26. Awesome. And I'm sure if they go there, they will find themselves irresistibly compelled to do something. <laughs> well, you will see a customer journey. <laughs> <laughs> and if it works, you'll end up talking to Buzz. There you go. Yes. If I talk to one of your pain points on the homepage and you start clicking down and you see the something that you're like, yes, that makes sense to me and that can solve my problem. You will, we will, well, you might not talk to me personally, sorry to say, but you will talk to a very competent marketer who will make sure that you get taken care of. Very good. All right. Well, it's been great to have you on here. It's good to, this is actually the second time I've had the privilege of interviewing you once on the Global Networking Summit. Well, thank um, you, Michael. And then once again here on the podcast. And it's been fun both times. It's been a blast. So, thank you so much for having me. All right. Thank you. This has been the Guy Who Knows a Guy podcast with your host, Michael Whitehouse. This great theme song is by Patrick Howard. If you found this valuable, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast. Find the full archive of all episodes at guywhoknowsaguy.com slash podcast. Check out my other podcast, Morning Motivation. It's a daily podcast of two to five minutes with a powerful hit of motivation and inspiration to get your day started. Morningmotivation.fun or search for Morning Motivation wherever you listen to podcasts. Join the community online in the Morning Motivation Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash Morning Motivation Podcast. JV Connect is coming up quick, December 12th and 13th. If you are looking for a networking event where you can meet people who aren't looking to just pitch you or take, but actually want to collaborate, build strategic partnerships, joint ventures, maybe even find some mentors, some coaches, people to support you, accountability partners, who knows? If you're looking for good people, in an environment that's not stressful, but is set up to give you a lot of great connections in an efficient amount of time, check out JV Connect. 
jv-connect.com. That's jv-connect.com, December 12th and 13th, 2023. We'll see you there.